drink it in, man. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Cornbread! 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 Drink it in, man. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in now. Detroit Kool-Aid, Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers, you know what time it is? It's game time, it's game week. Our Detroit Lions play a football game that matters. Drink that in, everybody. Drink it in now. Double side of cornbread. Cornbread! Cornbread! I almost need you a triple side of cornbread because we got the one and only Chops on the show. We're both fired up. We got so much to talk about. Let's get into this. Choppy Chop, how you doing this week? Oh, it's here. It's here. Say a cheer. It's here. It's here. Slam a beer. It is NFL week one. Officially, baby. Woo! Exactly, man. Uh, we are going to do news and notes, kind of what the off-season vibe is. I might talk about a certain quarterback. We've got hard knocks to dive into a little bit. We've got Lions hosting Philly, your favorite team. We've got how they're going to win. That's the Lions. How we're going to be drinking Kool-Aid all weekend long because football is back. Choppy, as I always say, let's not mess around. Let's get right into this. What do you think? Let's do it. And what a way to kick off the season against the most putrid, disgusting, evil team in the NFL, the Philadelphia puke all over your jacket Eagles. What what a way to go. I can't wait. I like that you got us off to a good start with a long, ridiculous sentence that you kind of put in as a nickname because that's kind of your gimmick now. Speaking of gimmicks, Choppy, before we get into like injuries and some things going on, I got a couple new sound bits. You want to hear these before we get rolling? These are going to be fun this season. Ooh, new sound bits. I can't wait. Show me what you got, Oak. Here's one that you heard a couple weeks ago, but I finally got it on the soundboard. It's going to be one of my personal favorites all year long. Go DJ, that's my DJ. Go DJ, yeah. Go DJ, that's my DJ. I, I put the repeat in because I love it. Yeah. I wanted a double yeah. yeah. So, so that's for number four, Mr. Chark. Badass, I love it. I love that song. Well, what you're really going to love, probably even more than this. Woo! Hashtag choppy liking. Is is this beauty that I got today from the mouth of Dan freaking Campbell? And it goes something like this. Unleash Hutch. I'm ready to unleash Hutch. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Unleash. Yes. 97. That's great. Unleash 
Hutch. But I'm ready to unleash Hutch. <laughs> and then here, here's how you do it in the season, especially when he's getting sacks. We go with that drop. Unleash Hutch. But I'm ready to unleash Hutch. Followed by this. Ooh, that's that music when he's coming off the edge, Choppy. That's that music when he's tackling quarterbacks, when he's being unleashed by Dan Campbell. Unleash Hutch. I'm ready to unleash Hutch. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to hear that all season long, you know. That, uh, that's such a good, good bit from uh, episode one of Hard Knocks with him rocking out there, little Billy Jean. He's got the moves. And, uh, yeah, I cannot wait to watch them unleash Hutch all over Jalen Hurts this week. Oh, incredible. So might have a couple other things up my sleeve, but I had to get those off the top. Chubby, let's talk about this. We, we're done with the preseason. We're done with fake football. And let's talk injuries real quick because I'm torn on this one. I feel like we got out of the preseason without any major things, no season enders, no like, you know, big time players out, but we're still looking at big denim having big Ishri issues with his back, his hip, whatever it may be. We got my boy Josh Pascal, the guy that we weren't all about on draft day, but I've grown to absolutely love him. Yet Detroit fans now hate this player because they haven't seen him because he hasn't been out there yet. We've got Jury, that's spelled J-U-U-U-R-R-R-R-Y-Y-Y, Jury Jacobs. We got Romeo, wherefore out thou Romeo, still out. We got J-Mo, number nine. <laughs> gonna be out for a while but those are all like two four six games ish and then i think this team will really be rolling how do you feel about our overall health of this team heading into the year yeah you know overall health i'm feeling uh i'm feeling okay i'm a little disappointed that i was ready for the uh romeo or for the oquara brothers uh romeo and julian to get unleashed this year but uh you know i think hutch is stepping right in we're gonna have to see what life is without those two guys for a little bit um, you know, the big news to me um, is, uh, you know, losing Big V. I, I can't, I mean, I, I thought for once, maybe we could start the season with our five starting O-linemen and the news comes out, Vitae is out for what they say, four games? I'm like, oh, not a great way to start. But yeah, I mean, look, the injury bug is a thing, uh, but it's not as bad this year as it has been in years past. So I like our depth. I mean, you're a huge guy on depth, and I think the Lions have it. They can overcome. But, uh, yeah, it's a little disappointing to see some of these names uh, not ready to go for the start of the year. Until Romeo is ready? Unleash Hutch. I'm ready to unleash Hutch. Even when he's back, unleash. You know the drop. Um, yeah, I'm right there with you. I mean, the whole Vitae thing came out of nowhere, but... I mean, this wasn't a player I'm in love with. He did have a nice year last year, but it's an interior offensive lineman. Dan Campbell's got about says he's got about six, eight options he can play at that spot. So I, I would hopefully just plug in one body, leave everybody else where they're at, and uh, maybe I'll actually get something out of uh, Stenberg or Kramer. That, that would be nice as well to kind of see if those guys can play. Now, let's just not mess around with that. Let's get to this. Jared Goff, ya boy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's getting all this love from Mark Brunel on Hard Knocks, talking about, oh, I mean, I love where Jared Goff is at. Man, he's just in a great mental headspace. He's just ready to go. And, and, and Goff's getting loved by others, such as, I don't know, 
you all the time. I want to know this. Why golf? Why? You haven't really fully explained it. And and I'm often saying when he's throwing wobbly spirals or in triple coverage for four yards over the middle to TJ Hawkinson, I'm saying, why? Golf, why? So tell me why, Choppy. I mean, why Goff? Why? Like, the guy is ready to go. He has weapons now. I mean, who was his number one receiver going into the year last year? A guy who, two guys, three guys that aren't even on the team anymore. So, I mean, he's ready to go. He's got Amara. He's got DJ. That's my DJ. He's got Josh Reynolds. He's got Quintez Cephas. He's going to have J-Mo in a couple weeks. He's going to have TJ Hawkinson. He's going to have the running back, Swick and Swag. He's ready to go. He is going to be able to swing the ball. No excuses. He's got the weapons. He's got the talent. He's got the pedigree. Now he's got to put up the numbers and the dubs. But he's ready to do it. Choppy, if you're going to tee something up like that across the board, you got to give me a second to get to the bit. So first, when you asked... Who was our number one wide receiver? I mean, I could have got to this. Who is this Rudy Pooh? I don't know. I was trying to say how great Tyrell Williams. He played about six snaps before he was out for the year. Then you go to the DJ. You don't give me time. Go DJ. That's my DJ. I could have I got that in for you. And, and, and here's my beef with you, too. You're the one that came up with the incredible version of Amon Ra. <laughs> but, but I'm the only one that can hit it here on the show. Like, you rushed that. Totally rushed the nickname. Yet I nail it every time now. So I know we got people out there. It's AR14. It's my initials, which no one has four of them other than this guy, ARSB. Yet you dubbed Amon Ra. <laughs> which was so so simple, so tremendous. But But you got to do it right if you're going to do it. So listen, Oakry, Oakry, I can only <laughs> throw in so many gimmicks in a two sentence, Woo! one That's breath take. So if you want to give me some love for my, I'm a rock, <laughs> then there it is. Oh, incredible, man. We are off to a good start here on the Kool-Aid cast. I appreciate all the Kool-Aid drinkers been listening, been sharing this with friends. People give me that follow on Twitter at Derek Oakry. You guys know the spelling D-E-R-E-K-O-K-R-I-E. You can find chops at chops in the d we will also have some uh promo handouts at the tailgate is the plan here for this lions eagles game so you got to come check us out it's probably be right in one of those front lots in front of comerica park more details to come choppy we we got about a million other things to get into so let me just let me just throw this one at you there's been a lot of hype around Swift. Oh, he's going to do a thousand, a thousand, you know, deuces in his ass every, uh, you know, hard knocks episode. He's kind of nodding along. He's Mr. Cool. He's Mr. Swaggy. He's one of my favorite players, DeAndre Swizzle. Like, do you think this guy's ready for the heavy workload, especially against his hometown Eagle squad? Or is it going to be another game where we're scratching our head going, well, why did Swift get like six touches and three swing routes and that was it? No, I think I think he's ready to carry the rock, man. I think it's not unrealistic to expect a lot of a lot of catches and a lot of runs from this guy. I mean, again, I I would expect for him to get a lot of receiving yards too. I don't see him just giving up a lot of touches to to uh, to swag. 
Um, he's got the talent. It's time to let him go. I think the Lions are being a little coy. They don't want to, you know, they, they they have two great running backs. I mean, I, I like both these guys, but I think it's time to let him take the lead route. You're going to have enough weapons around that you can sling the ball around. That's going to open up. You got the best O-line in football to open up those gaps and push the D-line around. And it's, now it's time to just get the ball to Swifty and let him do his thing. Give it to him. They better do it. I mean, ride him till the wheels fall off. Start using him heavily, more so than just sparingly. I want to hear this a lot. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Four. And the people consist of the millions. I want to see it for the people, the millions of Lions fans and Kool-Aid drinkers out there. I'm, I'm right there with you. So, Chops, in, in regards to hard knocks, I want to know from you, like, how how do you feel like Holmes and Campbell have done kind of across the board? You know, how do you think um, it'll look when they do the cuts? We're recording a little bit before that episode drops. Everybody will be hearing this on Wednesday or Thursday, but we haven't seen how that has went down. How have you liked, uh, you know, Dan freaking Campbell and your boy Brad always open for business, Holmes? Oh, I'm glad to see that you got the nickname right there, uh, Okie Doke. So, yeah, no, Big man, look, listen, I could watch an hour of Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes talking football every night. It's just, <laughs> I mean, from the day these guys have been in town, they know what they're doing. They're entertaining. They're fun to watch. <laughs> they love the game. Their passion for football, their passion for this team you know, there are no turds. No, I mean, just so many, so many one-liners from Dan freaking Campbell. And, you know, and like I said, Brad always open for business homes, slapping those meat hooks together, ready to take advantage of some unknowing GM who he can swindle. He's ready to go. Again, I could watch content on these guys night after night. And I know that uh, Hard Knocks has to take a little bit of time and, you know, I don't know, like, involve some players, but uh, no, I have thoroughly enjoyed my MCDC and Brad Holmes content on the hard knocks. So you like B3, big bad Brad. That's what you're saying. Appreciate that. Hey, choppy. Like you were a former resident of Philadelphia. You were there. You did big things in the business world. You've grown a hatred of all their sports teams. You've always repped in Detroit and uh, Michigan sports. No doubt about it. Quick sidebar. I ran this by you. Can, can you name the two um, cheesesteak places there? What we got? Gino's. What's it? Gino's Steaks or Gino's Cheesesteaks? What's it called? Yeah, you got Pat's and you got Gino's. And they're the two most overrated touristy <laughs> BS cheesesteak places in the whole place of Philly. And anyone that tells you that one of those is their favorite, they're a bum. <laughs> All right, good good take, a strong take by you. I did go there when we watched our Lions beat up Philly, and I thought it was quite delicious and, and had no problems. But we got so we got let's say we got Gino's cheese steaks and Pat steaks, right? You know what we're gonna have on Sunday, Choppy? It might be a sign that might be out at our tail, tailgate. I might have those two restaurants crossed out. You want to know where we're gonna visit on on Sunday about one one o'clock? Where are you Dan's, taking the oak? Dan's kneecaps. <laughs> They're delicious. He loves to bite into kneecaps. And if you don't believe me, 
Just listen to the man himself. We're going to bite a kneecap off. We're going to smile at you. We're going to take your other kneecap. We're going to smile at you. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. We're going to be the last one standing. All right? That's going to be the mentality. It's a Detroit delicacy dance. Kneecaps. What do you think? Sounds good. You just got to order it wit. Which means with cheese and the, or with onions, and then you got to tell them what kind of cheese you want. You want the whiz or you want the prove, baby. So you got to go Dan's kneecaps with cheese whiz. Oh man, sounds delicious to me. I hope uh, we'll have multiple servings of that on Sunday. Um, I, I'm right there with you with the entertainment. I guess like my other question is like the Lions. You know they did cut down from 80 to 53. Uh, pretty much got everybody back on their practice squad. Now, I can't say that a lot of these guys are highly sought after across the league, but you did see some veterans as well as some young cats sneak through the waivers there and be able to come back, which seems to happen most years. So I don't view it as this huge positive because it shows that nobody else really values the guys the way you do. But these guys do know our system and and whatnot. So I thought that was good. I just want to throw this at you. Like, why do you think Hard Knocks has been so few on like our our bigger players? You know, it just seems like they haven't really repped many of these players. We haven't seen or heard peep one from JMO, both on Hard Knocks or anywhere else for that matter. Like they haven't really dove into these players that are hopefully be here for years to come. Has that bothered you, or are you just loving all the coaches and Dan Campbell and and wish we didn't have to see two episodes on David Blau and his wife and all the other junk some of these shows have been? But I love the show. But some of it, I mean, kind of. Can I get more Dan Campbell? Can I get more of our star players and not the guys that are like last on depth chart? Yeah. You know, it's kind of funny because uh, I, I, I sometimes I scratch my head and I wonder like, what's the, like, what, what is the agenda with hard knocks? Right. So, I mean, for me, I would have loved to see more in depth about some of our cornerstone players, you know, Deandre Swizzle and, uh, you know, JMO, TJ Hawkinson, and then, I mean, I'll give me any of that, any any quality time with Decker, Jonah, Ragnow, Sewell. I, I would have loved to see more of that. Um, and I don't really know why. You know, I, I know that they want to they want to put bring that emotional side. So it's like, let's do a special on Pimpleton, who's going to get cut in two weeks, <laughs> right. so we can make people feel good about themselves and then crush his dreams. You know, I I don't know. It's just they got to have some of that. They want the drama. Um, but I'll tell you what, we got through hard knocks. We got through a whole preseason with no, you know, no red flags, no controversy. Um, you know, so that was good. Uh, and I'm happy to see no, you know, no, no, none of our players are, are in the news for bad stuff. Um, you know, only positive stuff on the hard knocks. I know it's emotional when they got to start talking about the cuts I know they got to do that, but yeah, man, I would have loved, give me, give me some more. I mean, I know they did a, a lot on Hutch, but I would, like I said, focus on those guys. Give me some Hutch. Give me some Romeo. Give me some Julian. Give me, you know, give me some of these guys. How about some, how about a little AO? Did we see anything on AO? Oh, baby. Oh, Chops, you still got to leave your room for the drops, but uh, no, we haven't got AO. We haven't got any of the classics that you brought up. Uh, you, you ran down quite a few good ones there, but I got I got, a, I got an issue, which I normally do after you get done speaking. I feel like you kind of did a little bit of juggling with your Pimpleton take. See what I did there? Everybody, everybody's in <laughs> Because uh, you're the guy. Yeah, you're the guy. <laughs> 
you're the guy that's always fire up chips. Oh, we got a we got a local cat. Look at this guy. And, and then now you're just running him down. I mean, you didn't like the multiple episodes of him juggling like bowling pins and golf balls and uh, old rotten tomato. You didn't like any of that stuff that wasn't funny for you? Everybody, everybody's in- <laughs> I mean, you know, look, it was entertaining, but I think at the it end was? of the day, I, I don't know. If you thought he was going to make this squad, then you probably weren't paying much attention oh. to our depth chart at wide receiver. So, uh, you know, look, it's, it's a feel-good story. He's a hometown kid. He's a he's a fellow Chippewa. Fire up! Um, you know, maybe he can maybe he can make a, a name for himself somewhere else, or come oh. up off the practice squad with some injuries or something. But uh, you know, I don't I don't see him being an NFL. He was undrafted. I mean, what do you you know? So, so, so you're juggling is you saying, uh, it's a great story. I like the kid. And then saying, you know, why are we spending time on him? I mean, again, this is what I think about Chippewa football and, and, and the school in general. Oh, chap, let, let's, let's move on to a better topic. And before we take our commercial break, I'm sure that you would love to just sum up for the people this kind of off-season vibe for the Lions, like you've been real positive on this regime, you're ultra fired up about 16 at quarterback, you don't even see the wobbly ducks he throws, you are just in love with this man, like we are all drinking the Kool-Aid, we are all supporting our football team, we all want to see W's instead of just a bunch of talk and then go out there and we can't compete. So I want to know from you your overall offseason vibe, how it's going to translate this Sunday against Philly. How how much Kool-Aid are we going to be serving up like week four, week six, week 12? We're going to be in there for the division. Like what's what's the vibe? How are you feeling right now? Well, I mean, talk about juggling. You're trying. You're asking me my preseason vibe, and then you're, how am I going to feel in eight weeks? But uh, anyway, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that uh, bowling pin you just tossed to me, and uh, let me toss that back up in the air. So the overall vibe from the preseason, man. Look, it started. Uh, it started with the draft. I mean, we, in my opinion, we got the best offensive player and the best defensive player in the draft. So hello, yeah, lots of positivity there, J Mo Hutch. Give it to me. You know, I'm expecting us to hit on some of these other guys that we took. Absolutely. I know you're big on Pascal now. You're loving some of these other dudes. Malcolm Rodriguez. Let's get it done. But yeah, man, the vibe is freaking huge. Everybody's happy. The, the, the free agencies, you know, we didn't go out and make huge, big splashes, but we got good dudes. We got a prove me deal in DJ. All right, that was your that was your chance. I gave you. I, I paused to give you the hit. Go DJ Chart. There we go. That's my bad. And we're on repeat. I'm I'm working on something else over here. Go ahead. Oh my gosh. You know. So you know. You just scold me for going too fast. Now I give you the dop. You don't hit the drop. That's all right. Anyway. So yeah, we got. I mean, look, the off season is hype, man. Everybody wants to see what Dan freaking Campbell and Brad Holmes can do in their second year. We know the record last year. Guess what? That was last year. We want to see what he's ready for now. And I think this team has gotten better. I think it's got significantly better. And I think they're starting to put Detroit back on the map. So basically what you're saying is this. Hashtag choppy liking. I'm thinking that or. 
That was the live version, everybody. So drink that in. Drink it in, man. I guess for me, if I got to speak to the people before we get our great sponsors in here, for me, I mean, the hype is great. We got some good young talent at premier positions. The contracts look nice overall. You know, I still have questions at the quarterback position because I'm not, I think, based on what I've seen, that he can't throw. But I hope he plays tremendously well and wins and does great things here in the city of Detroit. Great human being. My biggest thing is like, even if it doesn't happen game one, which we'll get into after the break against Philly, like I just really need to see some late game W's. I need to see a beat down or two this year where we beat somebody by 10 plus. I need to see consistent football play up and down. I don't need to see a bunch of injuries. I need to see actual wins, actual production to back it all up. And then the Kool-Aid is flowing even more in 2023. We got two more first round picks going to be able to add more free agents because everybody, and I mean, everybody loves Dan freaking Campbell and company. So just put up dubs, get exciting, make this year fun. And the future is so dang bright in Detroit. That's where I'm at with it. Yeah, I agree. And I, I think I just saw something just came out that like Dan freaking Campbell is has like the number two odds to be coach of the year. Like where did that I mean, you're telling me you're you're you know, what kind of off season that I mean that tells me right there what kind of off season we had. We had a guy who was three thirteen best ads to be named the NFL coach of the year next year, uh in this year. So that tells me how the offseason was, and it tells me how great of a coach we've got, and it tells me that the expectations for this team are way more than what they were. Last year was kind of like a, well, let's wait and see. Now we we know what we got, and we got way more talent this year than we had last year. We got great draft picks. We got some nice free agents, and uh, we're you know we're going in relatively healthy. So, yeah, let's go, man. I mean, if we don't go nine-win nine, nine season, it's I, it's a disappointment to me. So I, I'm expecting at least nine dubs here. I know we don't want to you don't want to get into predictions too much here but yeah i think it's time let's get the let's take off the gloves let's get to philly and let's beat the punk out of them and let's yeah let's go exactly everybody let's get our great sponsors in here we come back we're talking philly we're talking how the lions will get this dub we're talking hype excitement what's on the grill where are you going to be tailgate get into all that plus our score predictions at the very end and how we see it going down everybody we'll be right back you ready showtime on may 3rd summer starts with the fall guy let's do it later let's drink a spicy margarita make some bad decisions yes Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right, everybody. This goes out to my fantasy football fans out there. Now, you probably heard about Reality Sports Online, the most powerful fantasy sports platform where owners can build and manage their fantasy team like a real NFL general manager. But the question is, have you tried it? I mean, we're talking free agency, multi-year contracts, rookie drafts, multi-team trades. You could put franchise tags on guys. Uh, It's as close as you're going to get to being 
an NFL GM. But do you think it sounds complicated? It's not. I'm here to tell you it's the best thing about Reality Sports Online is it's just more fun than your normal fantasy league, but it doesn't take barely any more time. After all this, are you still not sure? I mean, come on now. You can test your general manager skills by going over to Reality Sports Online, call it RSO. Please go check out realitysportsonline.com right now. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire. By famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. Kool-Aid drinkers, we're back from the break. As I often say, I can't thank you enough for listening to the show, checking out our sponsors. A lot of you guys have joined my fantasy football leagues, which has been really fun to all the drafts. Now, I'm going to actually dominate in all those leagues now that the games are actually going to count and you know we'll really be playing uh, fantasy ball, but that'll be fun, um, serving up Kool-Aid. Uh, I encourage everybody out there now that there's real games with real players for four quarters that if something nerves you or you're excited or you're hyped or you want to just get some positivity about this team, you call up the Kool-Aid hotline 989-272-3484. That's Kevin Smith, Herman Moore. Um, You guys know what that number is. You can text. You can leave a voicemail. You can dial it randomly to see if I will pick up um, or if we're doing a live pod and we'll put you on. You just never know what might happen. But, uh, Choppy, you got anything to throw out there before we dive into Philly, Detroit, and everything that's going to go down this Sunday? Uh, Okri, you know, I think we've had some great calls and some texts and tweets in this offseason. Just want a big shout-out. Big thank you to all the listeners. Um, you know, I also want to, you know, thank you for letting me be on the show once a month. Um, you know, it's just a, it's just a great time to be a Detroit Lions fan. It's a great time to be a Kool-Aid drinker. And, uh, you know, keep those, keep those Kool-Aid cast calls coming in. Drop those texts. Drop those voicemails. Uh, it's so much fun to hear what you guys have to say and to, and to hear, really hear you guys react to the content that we're bringing and that, that Oak is bringing to you week in and week out. So keep it up and thanks. Appreciate that, man. Like you say, it's an exciting time. Don't think it's a coinky dink that you're here in Detroit Kool-Aid. Who's drinking the Kool-Aid? You guys are all hyped up on the Kool-Aid on basically every radio outlet and across the board. I mean, that that's that's no coincidence. You know why it is. Drink it in, man. Lots of people listening to the Kool-Aid cast, especially this guy here. Okay, Kool-Aid drinker and, you know, cornbread muffin and all that. We still got some haters out there that don't believe yet. They'll be the first one in line for the parade when it goes down, but we get it. I mean, one quick sidebar. So I'm listening to, I'm hitting the treadmill. You know, I've been hitting the treadmill religiously as well as eating better and just feeling good these days. But I'm on the tread a few days ago, listening to Lions Review with Dapper Dan Miller. And guess who comes on, uh, comes on the show, Choppy? I, I, I can give it to you in a soundbite. Cornbread! <laughs> All of a sudden, it's Cornbread Jerry from North Kakalaki. 
Nice. <laughs> he nice. had a nice take. I said, I love the take. I love the call in. But if you're going to call in, we need your handle. You still got to be Cornbread Jerry on all the platforms. And you you got to you got to end your call with keep drinking that Kool-Aid. Dan, we'll see you. I'm out. <laughs> you know, so he said he might he might try that next time. But uh, funny to hear him. And everybody knows some of the great callers, characters, uh, takes that we've been getting. That's really fun. So um, appreciate everybody. No question. And you, Choppy, for coming on and giving great content, funny takes and great sound bites not so good at nicknames but great sound bites so let, let's talk philly man i this is the first thing i want to throw at you i love the philadelphia receivers aj brown's my guy devonta smith that's with four f's is silky smooth and a good football player even though he's a twig like are we going to be able to handle these guys or is it going to be the first game and Mr. Okuda and oh baby are going to be getting up to speed and it's going to be, oh baby, <laughs> is it going to be rough? I mean, tell me. No, I mean, look, here's the thing. I, I, I agree with you. Those, those top two guys have some talent. Nobody can deny AJ Brown and Devonta Smith have the talent, but I mean, from there, what, where do you go? Oak? I mean, Quiz Watkins, Zach Pascal, <laughs> and then their fifth guy is Greg Ward, who's on IR right now. Like I, I mean, look, they got two stud receivers, and then they got poo poo. So yeah, <laughs> AO and your boy Mr. Okuda are going to lock these guys down. I mean, they're gonna get a, they're gonna get, they're gonna get their catches, but they don't have to worry about those other bumskis. Uh, you know, maybe a little Dallas Goddard in there if the guy can, you know, keep his knees from falling off. Like, you know, we just got to shut those two guys down and we're going to be golden. So, no, I, I'm not worried about their wide receivers at all. I think AO is going to be able to do his thing with AJ Brown. Um, I mean, he's don't like I said, he's not going to shut him out, but he's going to keep him contained. He's not going to go ballistic. And uh, we're going to see what Mr. Okuda can do with uh, Mr. Devonta Smith. And we'll see how it goes. But I'm not worried about anyone beyond those two. So what you're saying is me, you, and many Lions fans are going to be feeling like this about this matchup. Oh, baby! Or, or maybe even better than that. Maybe like this. Oh, baby! <laughs> I sure hope so. But he here's the thing. You just said AO on AJ. To me, I want Mr. Okuda on AJ Brown. Now, they're both big and physical. I don't know that Mr. Okuda can deal with A.J. Brown, but I feel like that's going to be the matchup. Put A.O. and his length and ability on a smaller, uh, faster guy. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll see how it works out. I really hope it goes well. That's kind of one of my bigger concerns. One of my things that I'm not concerned about, and you ran down the lack of depth, is Philadelphia is kind of all banged up at the running back position. I mean, Miles Sanders has been falling off the table for a couple of years now. I mean, he would look like he's going to be absolute stud beast, um, do everything running back. Now he's not a stud, not a beast and can't do anything. So like he's out, I believe, uh, you know, you got a guy named Boston Scott back there. Um, who's going to probably be scatting around, catching passes and everything. And, um, my guy, Kenny Gainwell, but I mean, that's going to be a test, I think, for the Lions backers, you know, some of their slot corners to be able to deal. But this isn't a team that's going to come run and out physically. You I don't, don't tell me about their offensive line and how they're top five. I mean, I don't see it like some of their better players are 
aging to say the least. And, uh, you know, these running backs are little scat pass catching guys that we'll have to deal with, but they're not going to slap you in the mouth or hit you in the mouth or get any short yardage type stuff on us. I don't think so. You know, I'm not too worried about that. One thing I am concerned about, and this is more like an anti Kool-Aid drinker take is the people that if Jordan Davis and N'Kobe Dean play well, I'm going to have to hear about, we should have took them in the first and the second round. I knew these guys were going to be good. I tried to tell you. See, look at the Lions, number 12, and their second rounder aren't even playing. I don't want to hear any of that garbage, man. I don't care how these guys play. I think those are both good football players, but the Lions don't value linebackers and Jordan Davis until he shows me an absolute that he's an absolute pass rushing stud. To me, he's just a big body athlete. We'll see if he can actually play more than, you know, 25 snaps in a ball game. So I just don't want to hear any of that after the fact garbage, even if these guys make a few plays on Sunday. Yeah, a lot to unpack there, Oakry. So, I mean, let's I'll jump back to the running backs first. I mean, look, the Philly running Philly running game is so desperate they had to go and uh, sweep up and get Trey Sermon from that school we shall not speak of. Hit it. Ohio State is vanquished. Hey, listen, Ohio State sucks. <laughs> I, I got to get the double dip in. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I, I, I can't have that. Uh, I can't have a non-double dip on that one. So <laughs> so they had to go scoop that bum up um, because they're so depleted. They're running games. So, look, the, the the person who whose running game I fear the most on that team is their quarterback. I'm not worried about any of these other bumskis getting any kind of run against our D stout D line. No way. Jalen Hurts is going to be the only one we got to actually keep an eye on for, you know, r- scrambling and running. So, yeah, I am not concerned about the running game at all. I think we got to keep an eye on Jalen. Um, you know, it, he's he's my biggest uh, threat on the ground. Uh, and as, and as, as far as the draft picks go, look, I mean, it's so easy to come back and play Monday morning quarterback and say, well, we could have had this guy, and why didn't we take that one? And why did we draft butter sticks instead of that? You know, I mean, look. <laughs> I don't want to hear any of that bula bula. First of all, I don't even think Jordan is Jordan Davis going to get any snaps behind Hargrave and Cox. Like there's, you know, Philly's set pretty set up there. So I don't know if Jordan Davis is going to be getting much time. I know that both those guys are getting up there and then Brandon Graham as well. But, you know, look, I, I like the kid. He's a good guy, but look, I'm not, I don't think he's going to be some, you know, all, all world out of this world D tackle. Um, and as far as Nicobe Dean goes, I mean, he had some question marks going in. Yeah, we could have had him, but I don't even see him starting at linebacker. And we know that the Lions don't value that position. So, you know, when they're not playing the Lions, it'd be nice to see those guys do fine. Great. I don't care. Cool. So it's always fun to see young, talented players in the NFL, um, except when they're playing our team. But yeah, I don't want to hear, I do not want to hear the naysayers and the comebackers of, oh, we should have got those. No, shut your mouth. We got what we got. Trust the process. Trust Brad. Always open for business, Holmes. <laughs> Let him do his thing and let's play it out. <laughs> All right. Real quick, I got a couple uh, follow-ups, a piggyback, if I may, off that take. First of all, the the first comeback is, so so you started your take with a lot to unpack there. Are, 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 did you go to, like, the NFL um, media group to, to like, you're going to start saying that now? Or you've been listening to Conrad Thompson pods? Or are you going to start, like, 
you're going to start saying, um, you know, that's fascinating and every phrase like you hear on TV all the time, or you're going to start dropping the absolutely on me every time I send an answer out there. I mean, that that's what I felt like when you said there's a lot to unpack. That's the new gimmick phrase that all the corporate types, all the TV people say. Um, so I thought it was funny you went to that. Then what I normally do is I take like that big, long, you know, jambalaya that you gave me there as an answer. And I sum it up usually in like a quick phrase or, or maybe a soundbite. So basically what you said in all that was Philly's run game and the people – not our people, the people that do that. I knew I am the always know we should have could have way after the fact, like they're smart geniuses. I mean, both those things, I mean, are this hit it, Charles. That's terrible. That's terrible. Both of those are terrible. Did I, did I get that right? You summed it up very nicely, Charles. I mean, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. Were you, were you fascinated by that uh, little comeback I just had there? There was a lot to unpack there. <laughs> All right. Let, let, speaking of unpack, <laughs> this is something I'm fascinated by. This is something I think is absolutely going to happen, and that's number four. DJ Chark. I don't know if you heard of him. DJ. That's my DJ. I feel like they have not used DJ that's my DJ at all this preseason. Yet he's been tearing it up in practice. Now, the non-Kool-Aid drinkers, oh, of course, against the Lions, Corn. Like, I'm here to tell you, Choppy, like, this guy, I'm getting hurrying all this buzz about your boy Josh Reynolds. I know St. Brown's a, a beast. I called that when they drafted him. He's turning into an absolute uh, hard-nosed, nasty slot football player. But I'm here to tell you, I feel like this is a DJ chart game. I feel like these lights are going to come on. He's going to make at least two big plays in this game where people are going to be like, oh, okay. Like, there he is where you didn't see any of that in the preseason. I think he's ready to go. I can't wait to see him do some things this Sunday. Yeah, I'm I'm ready to unleash him as our number one wide receiver. I mean, he's got the size. He's got the skill. He's got the prove-it-to-me deal. And uh, I think a lot of the focus is going to be on my boy, Amara. But DJ Chark <laughs> is the real freaking deal, and he's going to be tough to contain. You want to talk about tough to contain are the, are the Philly corners. Uh, Mr. Former Detroit Lion Darius Slay going to be able to sh- take down DJ Chark? And the answer is hell no. <laughs> that, so that's Darius give up big plays Slay. <laughs> That's, I changed his nickname. You see what I did there, Choppy? I kind of used like your sentence format that you like to use a lot, but I flipped it on him with the whole big play. You see what I did there? I mean, you thought that was funny. I, right? I like I like the flip flip the script on him. Yep, Darius give up the big play. Yep, yep. There we go. Okay. I can so, I can. That might be the best nickname you've had all all show. Better than big denim, aka Levi. Come on, now, Levi just got to play, and that nickname is absolute money. All right, let, let's keep this thing rolling. Like. Can the Lions D, this is something I've been asking for. I've been preaching. I come on here almost every week, and how's this game going to go down? We got to win the turnover battle. We never do. Can the Lions D in game one against Philly, everybody's, you know, golden child here on on both sides of the football, especially offense, are they going to be able to get off the field? And more importantly, are they going to be able to finally – Finally, 
create turnovers. Oh, well, that is the million dollar question. I mean, there is there's no denying that, you know, I think people have Philly's offense being one of the top offenses, especially with that mobile quarterback um, who likes to put on the hurts. And uh, but look, I I think that with the pressure that we're going to be able to put, I think we may be able to get him to to throw some some off balance tosses to maybe make some bad decisions. I think he's going to have Hutch in his face all day with Charles, Charles coming from the other side. Uh, And, you know, maybe, just maybe your boy Tracy Walker, I don't know, maybe get a hand on a ball, maybe cover somebody, maybe do something to actually get a turnover when it doesn't, you know, not on the last game of the you know, season when it doesn't mean anything. Um, but I, I like, I like AO and I like Jeff Okuda. AO is a Hawk. So yeah, I'm going to, I'm saying that we are going to, we're going to have at least two turnovers against this team. Uh, I could see, a, I could see a nice little uh, strip stack. I could see some, I could see some uh, turnovers coming up there with that pressure coming on from the D line, make Hertz, make some bad decisions. And then, Oh, I don't know, maybe Mr. Okuda can grab a little, uh, grab a little gift and take it to the end zone. How does that sound? Happy, you are absolutely correct. That is the million dollar question. Let let me remind people about this. For all this love, especially in hashtag fantasy football that Jalen Hurts is getting, do I have to remind you? In college, especially towards the end or in the middle or mostly all of his career, he can't throw. (laughs) There you go, Choppy. I used it for another quarterback. This guy couldn't throw the football accurately. He's all over the map. He's shown that in the National Football League. People think he's just all of a sudden going to turn into this all-world passer and be able to run on everybody, and he's a tremendous leader and all this stuff. He's got some good... To me, Jalen Hurts was a great guy. I mean, character, leadership, and, and the way he carries himself. He wasn't a great quarterback when it came to being, you know, ultra, you know, incredible in the passing game or on the whiteboard or in the classroom or all these other places. So I, he's got to prove it to me this year. I'm not putting this guy up in like the top 10 of QBs. When he can't usually hit the broad side of a barn, he's got better catch, you know, receivers as we saw. That might help him, but this is no precision passer that's going to be dropping dimes all over the field like your boy Jared Goff supposedly going to do. This is a guy that's going to struggle to stretch it down the field if we can stay with the with the wide receivers. And you just got to contain him on, on the scramble plays, and we should be good. So not anointing this guy by any means. Go back and watch some... Alabama tape or watch some of the struggles he had at Oklahoma and come talk to me about that. So we'll we'll see what he does there. I'm really hoping for turnovers, um, fumbles, tip passes, things that we can finally get our hands on a ball. But the Lions got to prove that to me too because they've just been so horrible at turning the football over. And three and outs aren't going to be good enough, I don't think, in this game. Choppy, I saved this one just for you, man. Can. Jared. Goff, make enough, wait for it, wait for it, big plays to win this game. 
Yeah, I think this is going to be a shootout, Okri. I mean, I think that uh, if we want to win this game, we're going to have to win the turnover battle, and we're going to have to keep slugging because I think this is going to be a, a little bit of a slugfest. So to to flip back to your, uh, you know, not to not to take uh, uh, my own against my own narrative there, but let's not forget that Jalen Hurts only did throw nine interceptions all last year after 440 attempts. So I mean, it wasn't terrible, but anyway, yes, Jared Goff is ready to be in a gunslinging battle with the Philadelphia Eagles. He is ready to throw it to his weapons. He's ready to check down to the running back when he needs to. He's ready to stand nice and crispy clean behind that O-line that's going to dominate. Yeah, he's ready to throw. He's ready to win. He's ready to make big plays. You saw the dimes he was dropping I mean, putting position, putting balls in spots where only the receiver can get it. He did it all camp long. He's ready to go. He's got a renewed confidence. He knows they this regime believes in him. He knows that he's got the weapons and he's got the trust in his receivers. Ever since he got Josh Reynolds back, he got that comfort zone back. He is ready to go. And now he is ready to make some big plays and lead us to victory. I thought you might say that. I had a feeling you might say that. I hope that's the case. But here's what he better not do. Jared Goff better not nickel and dime two, three-yard wobbly spirals all game long. He better not uh, turn the football over. That ball better not slip out of those tiny baby hands of his. Like, he better play clean but aggressive. I didn't see it till we started playing trick plays all over the field late last year. He had a couple nice passes here or there, but when I say big plays, Chubby, I'm talking about 20-yard chunks down the seam. I'm talking about 40-yard go balls to DJ. Go, DJ. Chark. I'm talking about man-type plays, like game-winning quarterback plays. I need to see that game one to game 17 out of this guy because I saw way too much check down Charlie way too much inconsistent play from your boy that you now have in the Hall of Fame all of a sudden so Jared Goff show me that you could throw it deep down the field accurately and if it's a spiral I would love that too because I need big plays to win this game not a bunch of nickel and dime yet one of my keys to the game choppy is being able to have a nice flow I feel like the Lions need to control tempo they need to slow it down they need to speed it up they need to throw it deep they need to run the football they need to kind of change it up back and forth throughout this game to be able to win it because you're not going to win an ultimate track meet and you're also not going to win with three yard out routes on third and third and nine so that's one of my keys what do you think the lions have to do to win let's get into that a little bit like that's one of my keys control tempo for the lions yeah, just a quick side note. I mean, do, what do you what do you think about that uh, that that quarterback that came out and went to the Super Bowl last year, uh, Mister Mister Burrow? How how you feel about that guy? See, he can he can play, right? Please don't put Joe Burrow with with your boy Goff. I mean, that's not even the same discussion. Come on now. All right. Well, I just wanted to also point out to you that they both have the same size hands. So anyway, <laughs> that being said. 
Uh, yeah, I think the, the keys to the game are going to be to give what Philly ta- to take what Philly gives, right? I mean, if the coverage down the field is good, I have listen. I know you. We we have this battle all the time. I don't want to see three yard pass. I don't want to see five yard pass. Dink and dunk and dink and dunk. I don't want to see whatever, dude. You know what? If we dink and dunk all the way the field and it leads to a touchdown, I don't care because you said you wanted to control the game clock what does dinking and dunking do running yeah i so I, I hate if it. you I don't hate... want to dink and dunk you want you want to see the big <laughs> sexy 60 yard td bomb to dj hit it go dj that's my dj yeah for a touchdown, of course you want to see that. And yes, of course, the millions and millions of Lions fans want to see that. But if that's not what Philly's giving us, then we got to be able to adjust. We got to be able to dump it down to Swifty. He needs to get his 1,000 yards receiving this year, too. Don't forget. He wants his 1,000 yards rushing. Don't forget. We got a lot of mouths to feed. And we have a lot of talent. So guess what? If they're covering deep down the field and our guys are not getting open, you better be looking for my boy, Amara, right in the slot. You better be looking for Josh Reynolds on a cutback route. You better be looking for... Brother. Brother. You better be looking for Swift and Swag for those little dump-offs. And don't forget, we have the best O-line in the league, and they're going to be pushing those Philly defenders around like a bunch of ragdolls. So just the keys of the game are to get, take what they give us. Don't get stuck in a game plan. Don't be stubborn to say, if what we planned is not working, we're just going to keep on doing it. you got to give. you got to give and give and push and push and just do what Philly allows you to do, you've got enough talent on every facet of the ball. Don't get stuck in your way and don't be stubborn. And guess what? Dan Campbell isn't. He likes to he likes the gimmicky plays. He likes to think outside the box. He likes to get he is the man, the myth, the legend, the Dan freaking Campbell. Yeah, I understand. I got it in my head, dude. And that's the bottom line. So choppy, our O-line has got to be dominant. (laughs) Mr. Okuda and A-O. Oh, baby. (laughs) Got to be able to cover. They got to be able to tackle. They got to be able to stay healthy. Our D-line is missing some bodies. We got to be able to stuff the run game, even though they won't run it much. We got to be able to contain Mr. Hurts because he can't throw. We got to be able to put up points with your boy Goff, my boy Chark, our boy Swizzle, Mr. T.J. Amon Ra <laughs> and all the other weapons. Choppy, it's time. We don't want to keep the people waiting. I need a score. I need some hype. I need you to fill up that glass. Drink it in, man. I need you to pull out a hot piping loaf. Cornbread. Make it a double. Cornbread. Four. 
The people. And the people consist of the millions. What do you have for a prediction on this ball game? Oh, Okri. Now this is where I put on my uh, Gamblers Anonymous hat. And I tuck that right down here. And I'm going to give you that Philly is a four-point favorite in this game. They are the consensus to win by almost 60%, maybe a little bit more. Okay, the over-under is 48 and a half points. Now, this is where I take that hat and I rip it up. I stomp it in the ground and I set that on fire because I am telling you that the Lions will win 42 to 33 in this game. Hashtag choppy liking. 42 points for the Lions. Did you say 32? You got us with a 10-point dub on opening day in Ford Field, sold out with all the Kool-Aid drinkers and Lions fans going crazy? Absolutely. Unbelievable. I love it. The people enjoy that take. That's strong. That's how you bring it, especially if you call it the Kool-Aid hotline. You got to bring it like that. The way I see this one going down, Sunday, 1 p.m., Lions, Eagles, kneecaps versus cheesesteaks. I've got our Lions, 27, Philly, 24, game ending, field goal with no time left from over 40. We're dancing in the streets. We're feeling good. Oh, and one for Philly, 1-0 for our Detroit Lions. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Woo-hoo-hoo! Woo! Copy. Woo-wee! Feels good. <laughs> I like it. The one and only. I think we've had a jam-packed show. We've fit in tons of sound bites. We've hyped up the people. We've had a few arguments. We've had some strong hot takes. I think there's not much more to do than to tell everybody that got to have something good on the grill, whether you're at home or tailgate. If you want to swing by, if you're hearing this on a Wednesday or a Thursday, the plan is to be out front of Comerica Park, the parking lot behind former Chili's. Chili is always the spot. Our grill will be going. We will have Kool-Aid packets. We plan to have Kool-Aid beverages. We plan to have gimmicks to hand out. We plan to be throwing the football. We might play some washers. We might have some things going on. If all goes well, we plan to be one of the first in the parking lot. If you want to say what's up, you can hit me up on Twitter and let me know. You can call the hotline, text in and say, we're going to be at this place. We might swing by, might walk around town because it's going to be rowdy. And it's going to be fun, man. I cannot wait. So, Choppy, you got anything else before you get up out of here? Uh, Okri, it's going to be such a great atmosphere. So happy that NFL is back. We have games in less than 48 hours. We got Lions this Sunday, 1 p.m. <laughs> the Kitties versus the Birdies. <laughs> and we're going to rip those Eagles to shreds. Everybody, get hyped. Make sure you got Kool-Aid and cornbread ready. And we'll catch you next week after the Big Dubski. Right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Okay, everybody. 
We're out. Pack the bag, stop the plane. This game is over. It is over. What a comeback by the Lions. Drink it in, man.